Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Avram Shur. Maseches Beitza has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Yassi Friedman, Le'ilu Nishmas, Menachem Ben Yosef, and Tzina Devorah Bas Yechiel. Be'er Dav Zayin. The Gemara and Davav Mabez brought down the memra of Rav Huna Merav, that Be'er Im Yitziyosa Nigmara. And the Gemara tries to figure out what does it mean Im Yitziyosa as it leaves the Tarnagoylis, that's when it's Nigmara. So the Gemara on the bottom of Davav Mebez suggested that Im Nigra means that only when the egg leaves the chicken, that's when it is capable of being Megadelis Efroichim. If a person shechts a chicken and finds eggs inside, those eggs will be incapable of producing an Efroich. The Gemara says, what's the nafkamina? Why is it important to know this halacha? What din is that going to change? The Gemara says, that if a person made a deal with his friend, that he's going to sell him eggs that could produce chicks, and then he goes and gives him eggs that were not laid by the chick, rather they were found inside a shchuta, then it's considered a mekach tois, and the mekach is bottle. Like the Gemara brings down a maise, that a certain person said, who can sell me eggs that were born from a chicken, and instead they gave him be'edishchuta. Also, like I made the Rabbi Ami, passing that it's a mekech toys, and the whole mekech is bottles. The Gemara says, pshita. That's obvious. The Gemara says, Really, this person who was asking for eggs that came out of the chicken, as opposed to eggs that came from a shchuta, wasn't because he was looking for eggs that could produce chicks. He really wanted to buy eggs for Achila. But the reason why he wanted eggs, dafka, that were laid by a chicken is because those are better eggs for Achila also. Tzrivan means that Muvushal is called Tzarkin, as Rashi explains. They are completely finished. And if that was his real intention, then the Mekach would not be bottled. What would you have to do? You would have to give him the difference in price between the price for eggs that are Muvushal is called Tzarkin and eggs that are not. So you see from here that if a person wants certain produce, and he made up with his friend that he's going to give him that produce. So if what he gave him was an entirely different item, such as in the case where the person's intention was a bait that could produce an afrayach, and what the person gave him instead was just some edible eggs, but not ones that could produce chicks, then it's a mekach toys. But if what he wanted was superior edible eggs, and what he gave him were eggs that were slightly less superior, they were inferior to the ones that he wanted, then it's not considered a Mekach toys. Now the Truma Sadashin in Simon Shinchav Beis discusses a case in which Ruvain says to Shimon, would you be able to sell me some meat? And he specified, I want meat from an Ayel Mesuros. That's an Ayel, a ram that can't reproduce. So its meat is of a better quality. And he said, fine, that was their agreement. And instead, the guy gave him meat from an ayol that was not Mesuris. And he writes there that the ayol, She'ena Mesuris, also uh, has meat that has a different type of odor, which is not as pleasant as the other one, in addition to the fact that the meat is simply of a lesser quality. So Ruvain wanted to just be choyzer on the Mekach. He wanted to be mevatel. He said it's a Mekach toys. And Shimon says, don't be mevatel the Mekach. I'll just pay you the difference. So the Truma Sadeshim paskind in Shimon's favor that he cannot be mevatel the Mekach. Rather, he just has to pay him the difference. And his raya is from our Gemara. That you see that if what the person wanted was edible eggs and it's just a question of a better quality, then you can't be mevatel the Mekach. You just have to pay the difference. And based on this Truma Sadeshim, there are more paskins that way in Shulchanoruch and Chosha Mishpat, Simon, Reish However, this issue is really a Machloikis Rishonim. The Machloikis Rishonim that's brought in the Ran in Kedushin Daf Membeis Mebeis. 
Over there in Kedushan, the Gemara says, anything that the way that you sell it is through measuring, either by measuring volume or weight, or simply measuring the amount of items that you're selling, then the rule is that even if the person overcharge less than a shtus, the amount that is considered aino. Aino is the, you're not allowed to charge somebody more than the value of something. And the sheer aino is the, is a sixth of the value. Which means that generally speaking, if the person overcharges less than a sixth, then we say that the person is moichel, the aino. However, when it's something that the way that it's sold is through mida, mishkal, or minyan, then even pachas bekne aino, the mekach is bottle, we say choyzer. Says the Ran, that statement of the Gemara, that we are Mavatal Lamekach, is only Dafka Kigoin She'i Efsher Lahashlim. When it's impossible to be Mashlim, which means to make up for the amount of merchandise that you still owe the person. So suppose you charged a certain amount for 10 pounds of something, and instead of giving the guy 10 pounds, you gave him 8 pounds. So instead of being Mavatal Mekkah, what you would do is say, here, take the extra 2 pounds, and then the Mekkah remains. So that's what the Ran says, Then the Mekkah is not bottle. And the Ran says that there are those that prove this point from our sugya. Because in our sugya it says that when the person said he wants dafka be'ed de pachya, he wants dafka be'im that were laid by the chicken and not ones from a shchuta. And we know that those be'im are superior, they're better la'achila. And we learn in our sugya that if the person's real intention was that he wants them for achila, he just wants better ones for achila because they're tsriva and they're more misbashlois. Then we're not mavatal the mekach. We say the mekach is kayim, but you just have to return him baini baini. You have to make up for the loss. Alma he says kol lahashlim mashlim. Now the Ran says that the ra'ah is doicha this raya. Now the ra'ah's reasons for being doicha the raya is because he's goyris differently in the Gemara. He's goyris that the person went and took these eggs and put them underneath the chicken and nothing happened and they got ruined. And that's something that the Lekech shouldn't have done. So if the Bayim are still around, he says, then of course you would give back the Bayim and you would be Mavatal the Mekach and ask for better eggs. But since the eggs were no longer here because the person put them underneath a chicken and ruined them, he can only be Teveya, the difference in price. And the Ran says that the Ra'ah is right for not accepting the explanation in our Gemara, like we said before the Ra'ah, the Hainu, that the person just had the eggs, and the reason why the Mekech is not bottle is because it's like a Dover Shebemida, that you just have to be Mashlim. He says because it's very different than that case. A Dover Shebeminyan, or Shebemida, or Shebemishkel, the person got the quality of the item that he asked for. It was the quantity that he's lacking. So quantity, you could be mashlam and pay him whatever you were missing. But in our case, you had a kavana to buy something that was superior. Why should the moicher be allowed to now go and pay him the difference? He didn't get what he asked for. Not only that, says the Ran, there's a Beferisha Mishnah, Baba Basra, that pay Gimlamabez, that says, Yofais Venimtu Royce, if a person sold chitim, wheat, that was supposedly high quality wheat, Venimtu Royce, and it turned out to be inferior quality. And he says there's no question that that Mishnah is talking about even in a case where the Moicher is willing to now give him double the amount of merchandise so that he can make up that which he didn't give him. And we still say, And the reason is because Lekech didn't get what he asked for. 
Therefore, he says that it has to be that our sugi is talking uh, like a case that the Ra'a said that Lekeach happened to have put the eggs underneath the chicken and ruined them, and therefore it's not possible for him to go back to the Moicher and say, take back these eggs and give me back my money. So we now have a very clear machlekes. The Ran understands that there's a difference between quantity and quality. When the person wasn't given all the quantity that he wanted, then there's a din of Eshel Hashlem. You're Mashlem, you're not Mavatal the Mekach, rather you give him the amount that he asked for. Masha'in came, if what was lacking was quality, then the Lekeach could be Mavatal the Mekach, just like in the case of Chitim, Yafais Venimtsu Royce. And that's why the Ran says that it has to be that the Girs in our Sugya is like the Ra'a says, and therefore we would have no Raya from our Sugya to the case of the Truma Sadeshin. We mentioned that the Truma Sadeshin's case was where the Lekeach wanted meat from an isle that was Mesuras, and he ended up getting meat of a lesser quality, and the Truma Sadeshin passed based on our Gemara that he does not have the right to be Mavatal the Mekach. According to the Ran, there is no Raya from our Sugya. However, the first Shita that the Ran brought down, the one that he's arguing on, that held that our sugya was talking about a regular case in which the lekeach wanted to be mevatel the mekach because he got something of a lesser quality. And nevertheless, we tell him that you just mashlam de beni beni. And that means that a qualitative difference is the same as a quantitative difference. Just like in quantity, the Gemara says, by you have the right to keep the mekach and just pay him that which you were lacking. So too, when you're made a qualitative change, you have the right to be mashlam de beni beni. You pay him for the difference. And actually the Sharmishpat argues on the Trumas Hadeshe because of the Ran, and the Goyen in Shulchan Aruch over there in Simon Reish Lamed Gimel says on the Sharmah that the Trumas Hadeshe is dependent on the Machlaikis, the two Shittas in the Ran. The Shittas that the Ran first brings down and the Ran himself who holds like the Ra'ah and not like those Shittas. And it happens to be Mavur over there in the Goyen that it's the Ramban who agrees to the first Shita that the Ram brings down. And this is the Ramban of Baba Basra, Davkuf Dalad Now we have to ask, how will the Ramban learn the Mishnah in Baba Basra and Dav We mentioned that the Ran brought the Mishnah in Baba Basra as a Raya to the Shita. Because the Mishnah over there says that if a person purchases Chitim, wheat, the Nimtu, Royce, he wanted a better quality wheat. And it turns out that what he received was chitim roiz, inferior quality wheat, than the mekech is bottle. So isn't that a raya that when you have a qualitative difference, then you don't have the right to retain the mekech and just pay the difference? So I think you have to say, like the Machne Ephraim says in Hechaz Mechira, Simen Vov, that there's a tremendous chilik between the case of chitim yafais venimtsu roiz, when the person wanted good wheat and he ended up getting inferior quality wheat, and the difference between bayim that come from a, a chicken that laid the egg and bayim that came from a shchuta. It may be true that there is a better quality that the bayim, the pachya have, but when contrasting them to the bayim from the shchuta, it definitely does not amount to the same type of difference between chitim yafes venim tzuroiz. And he says, Chitim Yafes Vinim Tzuroyz, it's clear that Lekech had a Kpeda. Since he had a Kpeda, that could be Mavatal the Mekach. Meaning to say that as far as Lekech is concerned, Chitim Royce are not really the same item that he ordered. It's not as if we say he received the item that he wanted, but he just wanted something that has an added Mila. Because since the difference between Chitim Yafes and Chitim Royce is a stronger contrast, it's a greater difference. It stands to reason that the person doesn't view this as a kiyam of the Tanai, of the Mekach. Masha'en Kain, the difference between Bey de Pachya and Bey de Shchuta is a lesser difference, is a smaller difference, and therefore we don't identify 
the Tosefes Maila that the person didn't get as being a lack of the key of the purchase. The person got the object that he asked for. It's just that he didn't get the extra Maila that he was supposed to get. So for example, suppose a person purchased a car and he purchased a very expensive sports car. And he paid the price of that sports car. And then the person delivered a car of a lesser quality. Then, of course, he could be mevatel the mekech because he didn't get the item that he ordered. However, if he got the sports car and he got the same model and the same brand, and it's just that there was a certain feature that was missing, the person could be makbid and he could say, I want you to pay me for the difference. But he can't come to him and say, I didn't get the item that I ordered. So chitim yafes vinim tsurois is like getting a lower quality car. Mashi'enkein, the case of bei de pachim, bei de shchuta, is like lacking a certain feature because the bei de shchuta are indeed edible eggs and they're just lacking that extra quality of tsrivan. The other beim, the bei de pachya, are tsrivan, like we said, they're misbashless called tsarkon. And that's actually the Lushin of the Ritva that Shittim Mukbetsas brings down when he explains what the Gemara means when it says that the Bey de Pachya are better than Bey de Shchuta because they're Tsrivan Tvei. He says, Shehein, Mubusholos Yoiser, Vishoiklin Yoiser, they are more finished and they weigh more. Nevertheless, he says, They're just as good and healthy as the other eggs. The Eloi, because if not, Even if the person had wanted them not for growing chicks, rather to, to have them for the Achila, that would also be a Mekach And our Gemara says that in that case, you would pay him the difference, Benit Benit. And he's alluding to this idea that the fact that something is different in quality depends. If it's a, a greater difference in quality, then we would say it's like chitim yafais vinim tzurois. But this difference in quality is not enough to be mevatel the mekkah. And you have to say that the Trumas Hadeshen made the assumption in his case as well, in the case where the person wanted meat from an ayel mesuras, that the difference in quality between an ayel mesuras and an ayel that's not mesuras is similar to the difference in quality between a beid pachy and beid shchuta. So it's not the derech, like we said, to be makbid that much, and therefore the mekech is not bottle, it's only considered like you're lacking an added benefit, an added feature. So it comes out that we have Machlokes, the Ran and the Ramban, whether a qualitative difference is something that gives you the right to be Mavatal the Mekech or not. The Ran is of the opinion that any qualitative difference would be like the case of Chitim Yafais Vinimtu Rois that we talk about in the Mishnah. And the Ramban holds that there are qualitative differences that belong more to the category of quantitative differences that you're allowed to be Mashlim, and that is the Shita of the Trumas Adeshen as well. However, the Karbanasanel in Simon Tes Ois actually asks the Kasha on our sugya from the case of Chitim Yafis Venim Tzurois. He says, what's the difference? Why is it that it's Mavur in our sugya that you would not be able to be Mavatal the Mekach if you had asked for Bey de Pachya and you got Bey de Shchuta, if your real intention was that you wanted to eat them? You're not allowed to be mevatel the mekach, and he gives a different teretz. He says that even by chitim yafis vinim tzurois, the Mishnah Baba Basra does not mean to say that the mekach is totally null and void, because the lashon of the Mishnah over there in Baba Basra is that yafis vinim tzurois loikeach yochay lachzer boy, which means says the Karban Esano that the loikeach has the right to be mevatel the mekach if he wants to, but if the loikeach wants to retain the mekach and say that I agree to the sale, and I just want you to make up the difference, he's allowed to do that as well. And he says, this is unlike a case where somebody made up to buy chitim, and instead of giving him chitim, the guy gave him sa'irim. Over there, the moicher is also allowed to be mevatel the mekach, because it was not a mekach. Therefore, he says, 
if the person's intention was in our sugya that he wanted beim legadla froichim like is true lamaskana, then when he got beitzim deshkuta, the moicher is also allowed to be mevatel mekach because that is considered a different item. Masha enkain, if his intention was that he wanted beim that are laachila. And then he received Beim from a Shkuta, which are of a lesser quality than Bey de Pachya. Then the Lekech would have the right to be Bavatal the Mekach, but the Moicher wouldn't. So when the Gemara says that the Havamin is that he has to pay him the amount to Baini Baini, that's if the Lekech wants. If the Lekech wants to retain the Mekach, then he could demand the difference in price. So according to the Kavanasano, you don't have to be Mechalik between different levels of qualitative differences. All qualitative differences, the Lekech is allowed to be Chayzer, but the Moicher is not allowed to be Chayzer. The Lekech can force him to retain the Mekech and pay the difference. And according to him, it comes out that there are three categories. When you buy something and you get an entirely different item, then even the Moicher can be Mavatal the Mekech, because he could say that's not what we agreed upon. When you got something that is the same item, but qualitatively different, then the Lekech can insist on being Mavatal the Mekech, but he could also insist on retaining the Mekech and getting the difference. And when you just gave him a quantitative difference, then we see from the Gemara Kedushim and Beis Mebeis that nobody can be Mavatal the Mekech, and it's just that you have to make up the difference in the quantity. So we have three shittas, according to the Ran and the Ra'ah, all qualitative differences are the same, and you could be mevatel the mekach just like had your intention been to buy a, a different item. Our Gemara has to be with a different gear set, like we mentioned. According to the Ramban and the Trumas Adeshen holds this way as well. It depends what type of qualitative difference. If it's a qualitative difference which is very severe and people are makbidan, then it's like chitim yavis vinim tzu rois, and you can be mevatel the mekach mashenkein something that is less of a hakpada, like in our case or in the Truman's Edition's case, then it has the exact same halacha as a quantitative difference, which is that you're mashlim. According to the Kabbalah however, all qualitative differences are the same, but are still different than getting an entirely different item. When you get an entirely different item, then everybody can be choyzer, mashinkein, if it was a qualitative difference, then only the loikech is allowed to be choyzer. And by quantitative differences, that's where you're mashlim. The Gemara brings another Hezber in what Rav could have meant when he said that a Beya im Yitziasa Nigmura. The Gemara says, My im Yitziasa Nigmura, im Yitzias Ruba Nigmura, Ochir Abyechanon. Rav is coming to say the Yisoy that Abyechanon said. Abyechanon says that a Beya, Shayotza Ruba Me'er of Yamtif, Vichazra. Let's say Roiv of the Beya came out of the chicken before Yamtif, and then it went back in, and then it came out on Yamtif, then it's Muteris Lo'achla Be Yamtif. That's not a problem of a Beya Shinol to Be Yamtif. Alternatively, the Gemara says, the exact opposite. Since Rabbi Yochanan says that Yitzias Ruba would make it that it's considered like it's already Nolda. Mashenkin Rav is coming along and saying that only in Yitzias Kula Nigmara, but if Roiv would come out before Yomtif, then it still would be Usr when the egg comes out on Yomtif. Now the Rambam doesn't bring down this din of Rabbi Yochanan, that as soon as Roiv comes out, then it's mutter lo'achlo b'yomtif. And the Tzlach says that the reason for this is because the Rambam paskins like the second Lushin, and he paskins like Rav. Meaning, the second Lushin holds that this machloikis between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. What happens if Roiv comes out before Yomtif? Does it suffer from the problem of a Be'ez Shenol Yomtif or not? Says the Tzlach, the Rambam holds that it does, because he paskins like the second Lushin, that Rav's shita is that you need Yitzias Kula in order to be Mutter, and Yitzias Ruba is not enough. And the Rambam paskins like Rav. He asks, however, why would Rambam pass like Rav? The Kalal usually is Rav Rabbi Yochanan, Allah Rabbi Yochanan. 
So he gives a very interesting terrace. He says that Rav and Rabbi Yochanan over here are L'shitasam. Because we know that in the first sugya in our parak, there's machloikis, how to understand what the Siba for the Isser in the, in the Mishnah is. Why is the Beish Yomtif Aser? Rav understands is because of the din of Hachana de Rabbah. That, like we said, since Abeya that is born today was Nigmara yesterday, there's Xera Atu Yomtiv Shachra Shabbos. Because that's how the Gemara and Dafdalar Med Aleph explains Shitas Rav. The Gemara says that Rav Islay Hachana de Rabbah. And that's why Rav Shit over there was that Nodo Bezeh Asuru Bezeh. However, Rabbi Yochanan, the Gemara says over there, Lesley Achana de Rabbah. And the Gemara in the first Sugi explains that Rabbi Yochanan Shita is that the reason why the Bey is Asur is because of Mashkin Shazavu. Says that Slach, Mashkin Shazavu is a regular Gzeira. And even though Abay Shinoda Biyantav is included in that Gzeira, nevertheless, we can apply the principle of Rubikikuloi to say that if a Roiv of the Bay was Nolda already before Yomtiv, it's not included in the Gzeris Mashkin Shazavu because halachically it's not something that was considered to have been Nolda on Yomtiv. Mashkin Shazavu is only in something that was Zavu on Yomtiv. So therefore he says that Rubai Kikuloi helps if the Kshash is Mashkin Shazavu. That's why Rabbi Yochanan says that if it was Yotza Beruba, then it's not part of the Iser. However, Rav who asers midin hachana de Rabba, we have to ask ourselves the question, was the Beya already muchen before Yomtif or not? Was there a mikan ani oichel omochar like the Lushen of Rashi and the Bez Mebez or not? So Ligabi, this question, Roiv is not really going to help you because it may have been Nolda Beruba, but you don't have a hachana from before Yomtif. Because being considered muchen from before Yomtif depends on the Metzias, not on its halachic reality. If the Beya has not been totally born before Yomtif, then your Sudas Yomtif was not yet Muchen, but when Yomtif came in. So Rav, who holds like Rabbah, that the Isser is because of Hachana, doesn't care whether it was Yatza Beruba from before Yomtif or not. The main thing is Yatza Kula. If it's Yatza Kula, then we say that the Suda is Muchen from Miboid Yom. Mela says that Slach, even though usually Rav Rabbi Yochanan, Halachik so we asked, why does the Rambam not paskin? Like Rabbi Yochanan, that Yitzhiya Siroiv would be enough. The answer is that we already paskin that the reason for the Isser, the Be'er Shinoda Be'yomtev, is because of Achana, not because of Mashkin Shazavu. Therefore, the Ramah Rav does not paskin like Rabbi Yochanan. The Gemara brought down a Brisa that says, Kol Any creature that does Tashmish during the daytime, the Leda is going to be in the day. And the Bryce explains that that means a Tarnagoylis, because a Tarnagoylis is Tashmisha Biyoyim, and therefore they give birth in the day. The Gemara asks on this Lamaynaf Gemina, why is it important for us to know this information? The Gemara answers because it's Negea, the din of Rabmari Bereder of Kahana. Rabmari Bereder of Kahana said that if a person is Badak Bekanashal Tarnagoylim, he checks the chicken coop, and he sees on Erev Yomtif that there are no eggs there. The next morning, on Yomtif morning, Hishkim, he gets up early, and he finds an egg there, then Muteris. We believe that it could not have been born after Yomtif started, because although he did check before Yomtif and he saw there were no eggs there, but it does not happen in the nighttime, because and it must be that this bay was really Nolda before Yomtiv. The Gemara says, but you checked, so what do we say about that? The Gemara says, Eimer leibadik yafa yafa. Maybe he didn't really check properly. And even if he checked really well, we have another suggestion, and that is, Eimer yatsa saruba v'chazar avoy uchareb yoichanan. Maybe roiv of the egg already emerged before Yomtiv. It went back into the chicken. And that's why you didn't see an egg in the coop before Yomtif, and then it was Nolda fully on Yomtif. The Gemara then proceeds to ask a stira, because Rabbi Yossi ben Shol says in the name of Rav, 
that in the same case, the Baruch with Kanashal Tarnagolus may Erev Yomtiv. Somebody checked the chicken coop before Yomtiv. He didn't find an egg there. The next morning he finds an egg. There it's Usser because we say that it was born on Yomtiv. The Gemara answers that that's called, talking about a case of Safta Me'ara, which means that the chicken has the ability to produce an egg and lay it even without a Zachar, and that doesn't need Tashmishoy Biyoyim. You could produce it at night because it could rub itself against the karka, and then lay an egg. So why in Reb Murray's case did we say that we're sure that it was not laid during the umtiv because it had to have been in the yom? Maybe the the chicken actually laid an egg because it was saf the me'ara. The Gemara answers that whenever there's a zakhar around, the chicken will not be saf the me'ara. So in this, the Gemara asks if it's true that the possibility exists that the chicken is going to be saf the me'ara. Then why is this halacha only true in a case where he was badak, he checked it on Erev Yomtif and saw there were no eggs there? Why don't we say even if he didn't check it on Erev Yomtif, we should at least have the chash that the chicken laid it during the Yomtif at night? Because it's something that the chicken could do if it's Safna Me'ara. And the Gemara answers that if he didn't check, then we don't assume that it was born at night. Roiv time, says Rashi, Ruba B'yamama Yaldan. Most chickens lay their eggs in the daytime. Now, in the case where we have no choice but to say that it happened at night because you checked it in the day, then we'll resort to say that it happened because it was Safna Me'ara. But if we don't have to say that, we'll make the assumption that it was born in the daytime. So you see from here that it's possible to be soymech on roiv in order to allow you to eat this egg. Because roiv is what's telling us that mistama, the later, happened in the daytime. Roiv pa'am, it happens in the day. And therefore, when it's loy badak, we have the right to assume that the later was in the day. The Ran says over here, he says, Meha mashma, from here we could see that filu bidover sheyeshloi matirin bidrabanan azlina basaruba. We have the right to go basaroiv, to use the rule of zil basaruba even by a dover sheyeshloi matirin. Because we know, like we learned earlier in the Gemara, a beya is a dover sheyeshloi matirin, because it's going to be mutter after yomtif. Nevertheless, you have the right to be soimchan roiv. Says the Ran, even though we know that the rule is, like we already learned, that dover sheyeshloi matirin afilu be'elef loy bottle, we don't use the rule called Bittel Beroiv, but that's only over there because we know that the Isser fell into the Taruvis. When you know that a bay that was Usser got mixed in with other eggs, then you cannot be Semechan Roiv to be Mavatlet because you know that the Isser is here. Masha'enkein, in our case, we're using Roiv to determine that there is no Isser. So that Chiluk is called Ischazik Isura versus Loy Ischazik Isura. In a case where you know the Isser is here, it's called Ischazik Isura, then we don't allow you, since it's Davash Yeshamatirin, to be Semechan Bittel Beroiv. Masha'enkein over here, it's Loy Ischazik Isura, so you can be Semech on Halech Achar Roiv. However, the Yamshel Shloim is medayik from the tour that he does not agree to this because the tour says imloy badak me erev yomtiv. If you didn't check the chicken coop before yomtiv, afilu ileka zacher b'hada sharia. Even if there's no zacher around, then it's mutter. We're toile that the egg was there already from the day before. Even without a zachar, most of the chicken lay their eggs in the daytime. The Amshul Shlema understands that what the Torah is saying is that we really have two roivs. Roiv number one is that roiv of the times that you find an egg, the assumption is that it came from a zachar. Roiv eggs that are laid are not safta me'ara, they're zachar eggs. And number two, even if it was Safta Me'ara, you have a Rav saying that of those that are Safta Me'ara, most of it happens in the daytime.
Ask the Yamshel Shlomer, why did the tour need two roivs? Why was it wasn't enough to have one roiv? You could say that you find it. Your assumption could be that it came from a zacher because most of the time it's coming from a zacher. So he says that the tour was bothered by the kasha of davar matirin. Since it's davar matirin, we never say bittel beroiv. If we don't say bittel beroiv, we shouldn't say halechach beroiv either. And be soimachan roiv to be machshir the egg. But when you have two roivs, then you do have the right to be mako. However, the Shah HaMelech in Perik Dalet, Hilchus Yom Tev, asks Akasha, he says, I don't understand how you can say that you need two roivs. In our sugya, you see that in the event that there was no Zachar around, so you know definitely that it was Safna Me'ara, if it was Loi Badak, if you didn't check the coop beforehand, then the egg is mutter. And that's because you have the right to assume that it was from the day before. Why is that? You only have one roiv. There's the roiv that Safta Me'ara is, usually happens during the daytime. And the truth is that many Achorenim learn Bidasa Tur, that the Tur himself never meant that you're Samechan two roivs. He just meant that the roiv that says that it happened in the daytime is true even by Safta Me'ara. And that's like the Lashon of Toisvis over here. And there are Masal Chiloi Bodak, Emer Me'esmal Havoy. Toisvis asks... That why do we have the right to assume that it happened from the day before? He says, Bay is a Matirin, and therefore you should go Lukhumra because we know that by Sveka Drabanan, although usually you go Lukula, but by a Matirin you go Lukhumra. And Taisva says, the shiny achamishum de gamki saftameara shriach the eledis piyoim yoisar mi balaila. Now the fact that the Ran says that there's a kasha between our sugya where you see that you're Saimach and Roiv. And the sugi before when you see that we don't allow for bittel bread by davar shishmatirin is a very interesting thing because we already mentioned back on Dav Dalet that there are two ways to understand why davar shishmatirin is not bittel beroiv. Rashi shita was that you don't have the right to be soimach and bittel beroiv because ad shetechlenu beister techlenu beheter. Since you have a means to consume this thing in an oifen that you know for sure that it's mutter, wait until tonight and then you know for sure it's mutter. Don't go be soimach on the bidiavid called roiv. You have a way of making sure that you know that you're doing something that's mutter. So why be soimach on roiv? The Ran, however, we quoted from the Dharam Dafnun Beis, says a different hesber in why Darvashish Matirin is not bottle afilu be'elef. And that is because bittel is a special mechanism that requires opposing forces. You have to have heter being mevatel iser. And the Ran explains over there that a dovashesh matirin is too similar to the heter that's trying to be mevatel it. Since it's not fully usher, it's going to be mutter tonight. So it's a rule in Hilchas bittel. So according to the Ran Lashitosai, how could he even ask the question that he just asked? He says that we see that you don't say Bittelbereh by Davashesh Matirin. So how is it that over here we have the right to be Soimich and Roiv and assume that this was born in the daytime? Being Soimich and Roiv to assume that it was born in the day has nothing to do with the rule called Bittel that has to do with opposing forces, which the Ran describes over there in the Dharam. So where do we ever have a Makar that you don't say, that we don't go after Rav to be Mavarar Suffolk. It's true that Bittel Barav you don't say, but Bittel Barav and Halech are two separate things. Bishlam, according to Rashi, there's the idea of So just like you say it by Bittel Barav, you could say it by Halech But the way that the Ran describes why you don't say Bittel Barav doesn't apply to Halech By Bittel Barav you have a Taruvis, you have two opposing forces, and the Rav has to subsume the Miat. But here we're just trying to use the din called roiv to determine when the leda took place. So this would be a raya to what the Zecher Yitzchak says, which we quoted back on Daf Dalit, that even the Ran, 
who says in the Durham, his Hezber in why you don't say Bittel Baroiv, is true only by a Lach Belach. When two things get mixed together, then there's a din that Darvashesh Matir and Afilu Be'elif Loi Batal. However, he says that the Ran would agree to Rashi's Tam of Achet Techleno Be'iser, Techleno Be'heter, when it comes to a Yavish Be'yavish. And he proves that from the sugi before because he says that the sugi tells us that just like you don't say bittel beroi by davishesh matirin, you also don't say the klal of safik darbanu lekula by davishesh matirin. Now that statement can only be made if you go with Rashi's hezber that ashetechlanu beiser techlanu behetter. So just like you're not saymich on roi, which is a kula, you're also not saymich on the klal called safik darbanu lekula. So the zechayitzlik, we understand why the ran asked the kash over here. The Ran gives a terse that's a difference even by Raiv between Ischazik Isura and Lo Ischazik Isura. In the Mishnah, we learned about the Machloikes Beshamah and Beshilo concerning Sa'ar and Chomets. Beshamah's shita is that Sa'ar Bekezayetz and Chomets Bekezayetz and Beshilo holds that Zevezeh Bekezayetz. And the Gemara asks, My Tamayra Beshamah. What's Beshamah's reason to be Machalik between the two? The Gemara says, Im Kain Lichter Achmona Chomets Loi Boi Sa'ar. Why did the Torah have to write Sa'ar B'chalal? It could have just written Chomets. And I would say there's a Kavachomer. Chomets, it doesn't have as strong of a Chimots as Sa'ar. Sa'ar is capable of being Mechamets, other things. So even without writing Sa'ar, I would have known Sa'ar from Chomets. And the question on this is that there is a Kalal called Ein Mazhirin Minhadin. We never invent Lavin from a Kavachomer. So how could you say that had it not written Sa'ar, I would have automatically assumed that since Sa'ar is more Chamer, because it's Chimutzei Kasha, I would learn it out from Chametz. Now you could answer that Legabe the Isra by Yimotze, the Klal of Eimaz Hirim and Adin is not relevant, because there is no Malkus on that Lav. Like the Gemara says in Psachim Dav Tzarechem and Aleph, that it's a Lav Hanitik Lasei, and it's a Lav Sheim by Maisa. However, you can't say this either. Because if indeed there is no Malkus whatsoever by the Lava Bayira Bayimotse, then what exactly is Machlekes Beisham and Beisilo? They can't be arguing how much do you need in order to be over the Isser, because we paskin that Chatsi Shir is Asr Minatoira. So as far as the Isser, you're going to have the Isser no matter what. So if you say that it's possible to get Malkus for the Lava Bayira Bayimotse, then we understand. They're arguing what Shir do you need in order to be Chayiv the Oynish, the Malkus. But if there is no Malkus, then what are they arguing about? So you could say that even though usually Chatsi Shir is Asr Minatoira, nevertheless by the Lava Bayira Bayimotse, there is no din of Chatsi Shir Asr Minatoira. And this is actually a big machlek zachroinim. The Chacham Tzvi in Chua Pei Vav says that there is no Isser of Chatzishir Asr Menatoira by Bayirah Bayimotze. He says for two possible reasons. Number one, the whole din of Chatzishir Asr Menatoira is learned out from the Pasuk called Chelev, which is written by the Lav of Chelev, and that's only Yisuri Achilo. But by things that don't have to do with Yisuri Achilo, there's no Isser of Chatzishir. And the Chorim asks on him from the end of Perak Lal where the Gemara asks, V'chimuter lefois pachas b'kashir, it's, is it mutter to do the Isr of Afiyah on Shabbos of Pachas B'Kashir? It sounds like that's because Chatzishir Asr Menat And the second reason that he gives is that the Gemara in Yuma, in the beginning of Perak Yom Kippurim, aside from bringing the limit of Kol Chelev, brings the time of Chazilitz Terufe. And so he says, by Yisuri Achilo, you could say a person does an action, it's Chazilitz Terufe, it's possible for him to continue that action by eating more. And therefore, it's like the Primagodim says in his Akdama, that the whole Isr of Chazishir is a Gzeirah and a Torah. So there's a Gzeirah, we're worried the Torah was Gzeirah, don't do a part of a Shir, because you could be Mitzar of that to more. 
we may be afraid that the person is going to continue eating. However, if the person doesn't do an action, he just happens to have chametz in his rishus on Pesach, it doesn't have the same element of chazilitz terufe, because it's true that the person could go now and acquire more chametz, but it's not like we could say that we're afraid he's going to continue what he was doing until now. By Achille, you could say, you were doing a chatzi shir, maybe he's going to continue and eat a big shir. Masha'en came by Bayirah, which is done through inaction, there's no mocking for such a chashash. What are we worried is going to happen? He's going to continue his inaction and result in a full shir? It doesn't make any sense. So, the chacham tzvi, there is no din of chatzi shir asimera so we could say very simply that Beisham and Beisilo are not arguing about the Oynish. There really is no Malkus. They're arguing rather about the Isser itself. And we don't have the Kasha of Chatzis Shir Asimaratur. So in any case, it's going to be Usser. It's not Usser unless you have the complete Shir. And that is Machlegs Beisham Beisilo. So according to him, we're not forced to say that there's Malkus by the Lav Bayirel Bayimotse in order to understand what they're arguing about. However, many Achrayim argue on the Chacham Tzvi. The Shagis Ayin, Simen Pei Aleph, the Tzlach over here, and others say that there is a din of Chatzishir Asimena even by an Israel like Bayirel Bayimotse. So then we're back to our question. If there is no Malkus, by the Lava Bali Rabbi Matze, then what are Beisham and Beisil arguing about? It can't be that they're arguing about the Shir because Chatzi Shir is anyway Asim and And if for some reason there is Malkus by the Lava Bali Rabbi Matze, then there's the problem of Emaz Hirman Adin in our Sugya. Why would Beisham say that we would learn it out from a Kalvachaymer of Sa'ar being learned from Chametz? If it's all Legabe, the Einish, there is no Din Einish when you're learning out from Kavachaymer, Eimazir Menadin. Now it happens to be that the Rambam Shita and Perik Aleph, Hilchas Chametz Matzah, is that you do get Malkus and Ba'ira Ba'imatzah if you buy Chametz on Pesach. When you have Chametz in your Rishus, then it's a Lav Shein Ba'imaisis, so you don't get Malkus because you're doing the Isser through inaction. But if you buy Chametz, on Pesach, then you're over the Isser with an action, and then you get Malkus. So according to the Rambam, it makes sense what they could be arguing about, since Chatzis Shir is Asr Menatayra, but what about the Kasha of Ein Mazhir Menadin? So the Shagisarian Simon Pei gives a terz to this Kasha, Alpi, the Yisoy that the Magid Mishnah says, in the beginning of Perik Beis, of Hilchaz Machos Asuris Bedas, the Rambam. Over there, he's Mechadish, that the din of Ein Mazhir Menadin, does not apply when something is already usher mikayach a lav haba mechlala se. Dehainu, we're discussing now using a kavachaymer to say that you're over the lav abayiro abayimotzi legabi sa'ar. However, even before understanding that there is a lav, whether it be through a kavachaymer or through the Torah's extra pasuk, sa'ar would have anyway been usher to have in your possession on Pesach, not with an iser lav, but with an iser ase, because there's a lav abamechlal ase, which is that it says tashbisu sa'ar mibatechem. The Torah is mechayivos to get rid of our chametz, and therefore that means that there's an iser to have it in our possession. And the Magid Mishnah's yisoid is that anytime something is already usher, you're allowed to use a kavachaymer to add to it an iser lav, and you're not bound by the rule of ein mazhirin menadin. So that's how the Shagasari answers the kasha on our sugya. Beishami would be able to learn from a kavachaymer since the sa'ar is already usher. Now all this works out according to the Rambam that we mentioned, who holds that if you buy chametz on Pesach, then you're over and you get Malkus. But the Sheet of Toysis himself is that you don't get Malkus in the lab of Bayirah Bayimotzi. And that's based on the Gemara and that's Arikam and Alf Sachim, as we mentioned earlier. Then according to Toysis, we definitely don't have the cash of Eimah Zirim and Adim, but we have the other question that what then is the Machlokes Beishamah and Beishilo? 
since we hold so like we said, according to the Chacham Tzvi, that wouldn't be a problem. But according to everybody else, what exactly are Rishama and Misalo arguing about? Chatzishirus anyway, The Shagasari and Simon Pei Aleph and Pei Beis mentions this question. The Tzlach gives a terz to the question, and he says that even though Lagabe having chametz in Yerushus on Pesach itself, there really is no difference between Beishamah and Beisilol because everybody agrees the Chatzishir Asim and Atayrah. Nevertheless, there will be a difference Lagabe the din of chametz shaver lava Pesach because according to Reb Shimon, chametz laachar Pesach is aser ba'anam midrabbanan. And therefore, if you were Masha Chomitz in your Rishus over Pesach, if it's the Shear, then it's going to be Aser Bahano, because you were over the actual Iser Valley Rabbi Matzim. if you had less than a Shear in your Rishus, then it doesn't become Aser Bahano. Now, Beis Hillel has a Teretz to Beis Shamei's Taina. They say that you need to write both Sa'ar and Chomitz, and you cannot learn out from the fact that it writes both that there's a different Shear. Because they say, Ikas of Rachmana Chomitz, if we would only say Chomitz, then I would say, Mishum de Roy Lachila. I will Sa'ar, She'ain Roy Lachila, Eim Aloy. I would say that there's no Isser on Sa'ar since it's not Roy Lachila. Why doesn't Beishamai agree to this Taina? So it could be that Beishamai and Beishilul are arguing in the gather of the Isser by Yeroi by Yimotse. Beishilul holds that the Iker Isser of Bayeroi by Yimotse, that the Torah Asserd was in order to protect you from being over the Isser of Achila. It's a Harchaka that the person shouldn't come to eat Chomitz. Because as we know, the Gemara says in a few places that chametz is different than other isurim because it's like since it's mutter the rest of the year people don't separate themselves from it and therefore you're in more of a danger to be over this israchil than any other israchil so the Torah said don't have it in your possession according to that it would make sense to be mechalik between the type of chametz that's roi lachila and the type of chametz that's not roi lachila we could say that beishamai hold that the isur by rabbi imotze is an independent isur it has nothing to do with the isur of achila and therefore, they don't consider this a pircha. Just because it's not roi lachila doesn't mean that it should be any different like gabe the iser by rabbi imotzi. The primigodim and the Rosh Yosef mentions this idea, except that he says that it could be Lamaskana Basilal also agrees that the gather of the Isr by Yerobayimotse is an independent Isr. It's just that without having written Sa'ar, then I would have said that the Isr is because of our Chaka that you shouldn't come to eat it. After the Torah writes the Isr by Yerobayimotse by Sa'ar, the Torah is Megala that the Isr is not because of our Chaka, rather it's an independent Isr, and that's why it exists by Sa'ar also, which is not Roy Lachila. But Bedas Beishamah, we could say we never had such a Havamina that the Isr is Kadei Shlayavah. And that's why they don't entertain this pircha that uh, Sa'ar is not Roy La'achila. Learned in the Mishnah that Hashoichet Chaya V'oif B'yomtif, there's a Machloikis Beishamah and Beishilol, what you're supposed to do. Lufi Rabbah's Hezber L'maskana of the Machloikis Beisham Beishilol, the Mishnah means to say that if somebody wants to shecht and he comes and asks what he should do, and he did, does not have Afar Muchan M'boid Yoyim, so according to Beishamah we tell him shecht anyway, and then he should do the chafira and do kisei adam. He still will say you should not shecht unless you have offer muchem niboid yoyim. Rabbi Yosef agrees to the Hezber that we just said in Beis Hillel. He just says that according to Beis Shammai, you tell him first dig and then shecht. But everybody agrees that according to Beis Hillel, you're not supposed to shecht a chay or an oif unless you have offer muchem niboid yoyim. And that's the psak din shochanor yardeh simin chav ches chav aleph. Now the question is, according to Beis Hillel, who don't allow you to do chafira on Yom Tif, why is it usher to shecht if you don't have offer muchem b'oid yoyim? Why don't we say, allow the person to shecht, he's allowed to shecht for echel nefesh on Yom Tif, and even though he will then not be allowed to go and dig and do kisei adam, nevertheless, then he'll be considered an oinus. So he won't do the mitzvah of kisei adam. If you'll ask... How could a person put himself into a matzev, into a situation where he's potter midin oinus? 
we can prove that a person is allowed to put himself into a matzav of oynus. There's a famous shita samartcha, it's brought down by the Taz in Archaim Simon Yud Gimel, Sifkat and Hay, that if a person has a Dalit Kanfis and he realizes that his tzitzis are possible, so he has a chiv tzitzis and he can't be mekayim the mitzvah tzitzis. He's allowed to put on, on Shabbos, that Dalit Kanfis, even though he's going to then be in a matzav where he has a chiv mitzvah, a say to put on tzitzis on his Dalit Kanfis, since he's in an oinus that he can't put it on on Shabbos, he's potter midin oinus. So we don't tell him don't put on the Dalit Kanfis because then you're going to be mechuyiv and then you're going to be potter midin oinus. We allow him to put the beget on, put himself into a matzav of oinus, even though he's now going to be wearing a four-cornered beget without tzitzis, that doesn't bother us because the din to put on tzitzis is only a positive mitzvah. When you have a Dalit Kanfis on, you have to put tzitzis. This person is going to be potter midin oinus. So you see that you're allowed to put yourself into a matzav where Oynes is going to tell you that you're potter. So why don't we say the same thing over here? Let the person shecht, and even if we don't allow him to do the digging, to do kisi adam, he'll be potter midin Oynes. So I think we can answer this question based on the shita of the Bahag. The Rajba in Chulun, Daf Peva, brings down the shita of the Bahag, that a person, when he shechts, we know that he makes a bracha before the shechita. He says, HaShekitshanu mitzvoysa v'tzivanu ala shechita. What happens after he does shechita? According to the Bahag, he first does Kisei Adam, and then he makes the bracha on the Kisei Adam. Even though all other mitzvahs, you're supposed to make over Latsiyosan, the bracha you're supposed to say before you do the mitzvah. He says, Kisei Adam is different, because it's a bracha that's Tluya Bishchita. What does it mean that it's a bracha that's Tluya Bishchita? Explains the Rashba, because if you shecht a Shechita She'en Ru'uya, if it's not a Kosher Shechita, then you're potter from doing Kisei. So therefore, the mitzvah is kisi adam, even though it's not a ma'akiv in the heter ashkita, if you don't do kisi, you're still allowed to eat the basar. Nevertheless, the mitzvah's kisi is seen as a gmar to the mitzvah of shkita. V'imkain, he says, kvar hischilbo, you already started that mitzvah, v'e'ef shirbo, over lasiyasa. It's impossible to make a bracha here, over lasiyasa, before the mitzvah, because the kisi is considered a hemshech and a gmar to the mitzvah which you started, the mitzvah shkita. So therefore, they were sakin to make the bracha after the kisi. And I think we could be medayik from Rashi on our daf that he holds like this bahag as well. Because in the beginning of our sugi, the Gemara made a diak. It says, Hashoichet. It sounds like Bidiyevit, a person who did shecht and he didn't have offer, what should he do? It sounds like even Beishamai, who allows him to go biyachber dekav yechaser when he did shecht, but would tell him, Bechatchilu, you shouldn't shecht unless he had offer muchem boidyoim. But then the Gemara asks a steer from the Seifa. It says, Ema Seifa will be silol, I lo yishchait. It sounds like Mechlal the Tanakama Savar yishchait. So the way the Gemara resolved that steer was by saying, when they still say lo yishchait, it's not as if they heard from the Tanakama that you're allowed to shech l'chatchila, and then they come and say lo yishchait, you shouldn't shech. They knew that the Tanakama said you're not allowed to shech l'chatchila, and it's only hashoichet. But when they say the words lo yishchait, they mean don't do shechita and kisui. Now, how does that fit into the words lo yishchait? So Rashi explains. In Dibra Maschal Holei Kasha, he says, Lo yishchei to beisil akisoy l'chudei kamahadri, v'hachi ka'amar, lo yigbar maiseh ha-shechita, dehainu akisoy. Now, if you don't learn like the Bahag, this is very strange. What does Kisi have to do with Shechita? Kisi is a separate mitzvah. But according to the Bahag, we understand what it means that Lo Yigmar Maitza because the Kisi is seen as a Gmar to Mitzvah Shechita. So Lefi the Bahag, we could say a very simple chilik between the case of putting on a Dalit Kanfis that you're allowed to do. You're allowed to put yourself into a Matzav where you're in Oynes and you can't be Mekayim the Mitzvah say, And the Din of Kisi Adam that we don't allow you to do a Shechita even though you're going to then be in a matzav of oinus, 
and you won't be able to do the mitzvah kisa. Why don't we say the same svara as the Mardchai of tzitzis? The teretz is that bishlama over there by tzitzis, the mitzvah begins at the moment that the person puts on the dalad kamfis. At that moment, the person becomes mechuyiv and putting tzitzis. And we say right now you're in a matzvah of oynis. You don't have to start worrying about not becoming a, a oynis and therefore telling you not to put on the dalad kamfis. Rather, we tell you, you put on your beged. You don't have to worry about not putting on a beged. Put it on. Once you become mechuyiv in the mitzvah, you're in oynis. You can't do the mitzvah. However, since according to the Bahag, the mitzvah of Kisui is different because it really is a gemar to the Shechita. So we have to tell you in the beginning of that elongated mitzvah, which began with the Shechita, whether you're allowed to do the Shechita or not. We cannot tell you, do a Shechita that we know from the outset that you're not going to be able to mekayim that mitzvah fully. And since the Kisui is seen as a gemar, so we know already when we're doing the Shechita that you're not going to be able to do this with Kisui. So how can we tell you to do an incomplete mitzvah? So that works out very nicely if you hold like the Bahag. However, not everybody agrees to the Bahag. The Raman Perk Yudalad Hilchashita Aloha Aleph says you first make the bracha and then you do the kisoy. And the Ra'ah, when he argues on the Rajman the Barakabai, says the same thing. There's also a machlok is the poiskim whether you're allowed to speak in between the shechita and the kisui, and the Beis Yosef seems to understand that this issue is dependent on whether the kisui is considered a mitzvah bifnei atzmai or not. The Meiri also asks the kash of the Bahagi says that it's two separate mitzvahs. So why would you consider it a gemar? Why would you make the bracha afterwards? So according to those shitas that argue on the Bahag, how are you machlok between the case of kisui and the case of tzitzis? Now, one can always argue that they don't agree to the Mordechai who says by Tzitzit. The Mordechai also brings down the Rash Midroyash who argues on the Riazakin who says the Chiddush that we mentioned earlier. The Riazakin says that you're allowed to put the Dalit Kamfis on. The Rash Midroyash argues. It's not clear if the Rash Midroyash holds that you're not allowed to put yourself into the Matziv of an Oynes. And that's why he argues or he holds that there's something wrong with the actual Levisha and it's not as if the Mitzvah only begins later. But I'll call upon him. It's uncomfortable to say that all of those Yushanim that are argue on the Bahag are going to be forced to say like the Rashmi Droyesh in order not to have the Kasha from Tzitzis. So perhaps we can answer the question as follows. By Tzitzis, the Chiyuv really doesn't begin until the person is wearing the Beged. There's a Chiyuv Oslam Tzitzal Kanfi Bigdehem. So there's nothing wrong with doing the Pu'ula of Levishis Beged and then becoming Potter later Midin Oynes. Masha'en came by Kisei Adam since we know that there's a Chiyuv to put Ofer Lamata and Ofer Lamala because it says Vichisohu Be'ofer so the actual Mai of the Shechita, there's something wrong with when you don't have offer. So in that case, we don't apply the rule of the Mordechai. The Mordechai is talking about where right now the Pu'ula that I'm doing is perfectly fine and it's just that it's going to put me into a Matziv where I'll be Mechuyiv and I won't be able to be Mechayim my Chiv. Masha'enkin, if the Pu'ula that I'm doing has something wrong with it, which over here it does because the Chiv is Be'offer, you have to have offer Lamata, so then we don't allow you to do the Shechita. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.